Hi, I'm Angela and welcome to the Mood Board Podcast. I don't know about you, but for me this week, I am just completely drained and I'm just in need of hearing some good news, having some laughs. And so I thought a lot of you might be in the same place and I thought it'd be perfect for me to actually go live with my interview that I did with Rachel Jackson. Um, She does these amazing DIY interiors and custom murals. You can always check them out on Instagram on her account, Banyan Bridges. Um, In general, I have been a fan of Rachel's work for years. It's always just been an account I've loved to go to for color, inspiration. Um, I feel like she has such a fearless approach to DIY and just mural design. And I feel like right now, so many of us are stuck at home. It's a perfect time to tap into some creativity, get some ideas going. And let me tell you, Rachel does it every day day in and day out. She's got great tutorials on her site. Um, So I thought it could be really great inspiration for everybody right now. Many people have been asking me, how can they support my business? And let me tell you, if you're listening to this podcast, you are already on the right path. So just make sure that you subscribe and share it with your friends and family. But a second thing you can do is sign up for my Skillshare class, The Art of Styling Your Room, How to Create a Mood Board. In less than 15 minutes, you will have all the tools you need to begin to design your dream space. I will also provide feedback on Skillshare and share students' work on my Instagram feed. So on that note, let's get started with the show. Well, Rachel, thank you so much for coming on the Mood Board Podcast. I really am a fan. Um, I have been watching a lot of your murals on Instagram. I definitely have questions about one of the recent ones where you're running into the barn. (laughs) Y'all want to make sure you're okay. So I thought I was like, this is a timely interview. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be here. I feel very, very cool being asked to be on this. Yes. Thank you. (laughs) I made a long list of people and I'm like, oh, I can't forget Rachel. I'm like, this is one of my people I really want to talk to. I want to know a lot more. And I think just in general, I mean, people are going crazy for murals right now. People want to put a stamp on their home. And I mean, you have put more than enough stamps on your home, on other people's homes. I thought you were the right person to talk to about this. Oh, well, I am um, incredibly passionate about it. So always excited to talk about it. (laughs) So I guess my first question to to you would be, you know, what made you start making murals and when when did you make your first one? Sure. Um, Well, about two years ago, I think, um, I... So when we first moved to this house, I had, I painted all of the walls gray. Um, Like I, you know, had renovated it and I renovated it in this incredibly neutral way with like gray walls and like white tile. And I just pictured myself moving in and being an adult, you know, like Mm -hmm. I was going to have neutral decorations. It was just going to be like peaceful everywhere. And it was just going to I was going to feel mature when I moved in. And I mean, we lived in the house that way for like a year. Yeah. And then I was just having a conversation with my husband one day and he was saying, you know, like, I know that all of this is your style. Like, but I think that if I was to decorate it, I'd probably have it like reflect a little bit more of like myself, you know, like maybe put Mm -hmm. some of my art up on the walls, like, you know, put up some like 
you know, records or something like that. And in that moment, I was like, oh, well, like, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, this doesn't reflect me. Like, like the gray walls, like, of course, that's not me. What are you talking about? And, um, and then I just kind of like stepped back and I was like, what have I done? <laughs> and um, <laughs> It's always a good talk with your partner to be like, I'm pretending. This right? Is not me. Right? Okay. And I didn't even realize it. And like, I mean, it didn't make me happier to be mm. um, pretending to be an adult. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, so I um, painted our first mural with some leftover paint and um, just used some of my husband's art that I like scaled up for the wall. Yeah. And, um, and it was awesome. And it like, it totally changed the feel of like the kitchen that it was in. And, mm. um, and then after that, I was just kind of hooked. I feel like murals are just like, they are the cheapest way to make the biggest impact in your home. Yeah. You know, like you can just, I used leftover black paint that I had. So that mural was free. And the, like most of my murals are just done with little tester pots of paint. Hmm. And so, you know, for like $15, you can have a completely different wall, like a huge statement yeah. that just changes the feel of a room. So fast forward, how do you then go, all right, I did this one mural. Now I'm going to make a business out of it. I mean, that's a um, big bridge. <laughs> I definitely didn't. Like, I mean, after that, it was like, oh, well, now what else am I going to do? And I did um, a handful of murals in my home um, just for myself. And then um, a friend of mine on Instagram, somebody that I had talked with a couple times, Home Ec Op, um, mm. her name's Natalie. Um, she uh, asked if I would come out to Chicago and do one for her. And um, mm. And so I was like, yes, and also super nervous. But then um, I flew out and it was like the best weekend. And I got to like do art in somebody's home. And then, yeah. um, and then I think people just saw that I was doing it. So, you know, they just asked and I would come. And you're like, and they um, would pay and I, we were good. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> exactly. So it's the most important thing. You're like, and you paid for it. And I was like, this was the best day of my life. <laughs> now, did you go to school for art? no, I have a degree in biology and chemistry. Like I really did not. Um, I actually remember like talking to my sister when like she was eight and I was like 10 or something. And she was telling me that she wanted to be an artist when she grew up. And I just remember thinking like, oh honey, like nobody can actually be an artist when they grow up. Like they don't make money. As like a 10 year old, I was thinking these things, you know, I knew that I was going to be a doctor when I grew up and um, you know, and that is how I was going to make a ton of money. That was my goal, you know? as a 10 year old. <laughs> no, but I think even funnier, like to that point is like before when I was in college, I went to study political science. Mm -hmm. um, and I was so sure I was gonna be a Congresswoman. I was like, that is what I'm doing. Went to Howard University in DC. I was like, this is it. And I met my husband sophomore year in art class. And you know, he was an amazing artist and I just have a very competitive spirit. And so I would get really irritated when he would get better grades than me and he'd come in super late. And I'm like, how is this possible? Like, how is this person doing so much better than me? You know, my teacher was like, you know, art's subjective. It's not about coming in on time. It's not perfection. Um, and his work's better. <laughs> you know, like, I like his work better. And I remember harassing him and like learning from him. And then we, we got together, of course. Um, but since then, it's like now I've been full-blown artist. I've had an art studio, got into interior design, but like none of these were part of the plan. Right. It just never happened. And how much better is it that way? Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just picture myself, I don't know, with like 
I don't know, with a lot of debt. And <laughs> I mean, I'm sure I would love being a doctor or whatever I ended up being, but I just, I don't know. I feel really happy and fulfilled doing this. And I totally agree. I'm like, I love decorating a good room <laughs> again and again and again. <laughs> Wait, let's see what I have next on my list. Um, so what was it like, I guess we kind of talked about this a little bit, but kind of having that first commission for your friend in Chicago, like how did you prepare for it? How did you get ready? I mean, so I, you know, had my design mostly planned out and honestly, like, I don't know, like the painting part of it was the one part I was really confident about. I was really mm -hmm. nervous about meeting new people and about like, you know, going to see somebody that I had barely known on the internet. And yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know, like, I'm just so weird or awkward, you know, like, 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 I'm, I'm, will I be able to make a conversation with this person? But mm -hmm. when it comes down to like actually painting, like, I just knew in that moment, like, I would be completely fine. And you know, like, that is my zone. And like, I just know that if it's not quite right on the wall yet, like it will be, I just have to like yeah. keep going until it is right. You know, I don't know how else to explain it, except that like, that's my comfort zone right there. So. And what is your process? Like, how do you, do you sketch it out and then like enlarge it on a wall? How do you usually go about it? Hmm. Um, well, I have it all designed on Illustrator. Like okay. I'll take a photo of the room and then kind of mock it up on Illustrator. Hmm. And then usually what I do is like, I'll just get to the space and I will like stare at the wall for like an hour or like a half hour, whatever. <laughs> I'll just sit there on the floor and just stare at it and like not doing any sort of conscious thinking, but just yeah. letting my like subconscious, like, mm. I don't know, simmer and figure it out. Warm I don't up. know how else to explain <laughs> it, but like, I just know I have to just sit there and just not really think for a little bit. Yeah. And then I just kind of know how it should be laid out. So then I just, um, I don't know, I get a pencil and my level and some string and I just start sketching it. Yeah. It's so crazy. Oh, it's so fun though. Yeah, exactly. Cause it's just in you. I'm sure the people who are like watching you, they're like, how long is she going to sit there? <laughs> <laughs> I did it one time. Um, I've done, you know, murals, um, at people's businesses actually like several times. And I just think like, they have got to think that I'm half crazy or like, what are they actually paying me for to sit here with my bare feet, you know, like staring at the wall. That is it. It's so true. Like, I feel like a lot of times when I do like design consultations, like some clients will be like, you know, they'll share this stuff and they're like, what's your idea? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. I'm like, I need to like think about it and like go on Pinterest and stuff. And they're like, so you don't have any ideas today? And I'm like, I'm bombing this whole walkthrough right now. <laughs> like, I, just, I don't work that way. Like you watch shows and people are like, well, you can do this and that. And I'm like, yeah, I need a day to process where I am like just don't talk to me like I just need to not think about this for a while so that I can come back and yeah, actually come back I'm like then I'm ready I'm like but I am not mm -mm. I am not like that I'm like no I need some time I need to marinate I come on demand when it comes to finishing a room most people forget about the styling even when people buy the whole room setting from the showroom you guys remember that? Showrooms? Ugh. Those were the good old days. You'd often come home, set it all up, and then ask yourself, why doesn't it look as good as it did in the store? Well, the secret is because it hasn't been styled. But don't worry, I've got you covered. Check out my Skillshare class, The Art of Styling Your Room, How to Create a Mood Board. And in less than 15 minutes, you will have all the tools you need to begin to design your dream space. 
Sign up for Skillshare.com and I will post your work on my Instagram feed. So let's talk about your approach design. You call it Be Bold, Make Magic. Where did that come from? Um, I just, again, with the gray walls and the way I was living my life at the time, um, I just noticed that when I painted my walls in like these bold colors and designs that I just, I felt more empowered and I felt stronger, you know, I like, and I don't even think that it's necessarily like being bold with your color choices because some people are really bold and they don't even like color. You know, I, I like to think of being bold as like being you unapologetically, Mm. you know? And so me up on the wall looks like, you know, fuchsia and orange and red and yellow you know whereas somebody else it might just be like you know black and white something or mm-hmm. maybe it is like a really neutral palette but i think that the idea is just that when you live your like when you accept yourself um for like who you are and yeah. you are not afraid to show that to other people and to like surround yourself with that then it just empowers you and it makes your life feel sparkly you know yeah i'm all about the sparkle i'm all about (laughs) that black girl magic like sprinkle it on (laughs) (laughs) so let's talk about this um why do you feel like so many people are gravitating towards arches and wall murals right now um you know i think that it's just kind of the way things go like i feel like design goes in phases like in what the early 2000s it was all like fake grapes painted on the wall and like you know brown and like i don't know burgundy you know it was all of these really rich tones and then it shifted to like a really clean white palette because everybody needed to feel really refreshed you know Mm. that was too heavy and so all of a sudden all of the white and wood and black you know just felt clean and simple And then I think people just kind of get bored with that, you know, like it's time, like we've seen that for a while and now they're ready and excited for something else that's new and different. And like you said, people are loving putting a stamp, like their own personal stamp on their homes too. Everybody's like, put an arch on it. When and down. (laughs) I know you have an arch as well. (laughs) I do. I mean, I've got a striped arch. I'm sure I have like six arches, you know? (laughs) Like it just feels right. It just, you know? you go with it. And then when you get tired of looking at that arch, then you turn it into a, I don't know, a trapezoid. Who exactly. Knows? I'm like, maybe that, a pill bottle. I don't know. <laughs> like, kind of get like this. <laughs> oh my gosh, but it could be a pill bottle. It totally could. I'm like, I don't know. That Maybe that's a 2021 idea. We'll see. <laughs> so what has your experience been like with COVID in Canada? In Canada you know, and how are you managing it? Do you know, I actually live in the United States. Huh? I live in the United States. Shut up. Where? <laughs> um, I live in Washington State. Why do I want to believe that you're in Canada? You know, I live in Vancouver, Washington, and I think a lot of people see Vancouver there and they just assume that it's Canada. <laughs> you know what I love is like, we are so uneducated about our own country. We're like, no, she definitely, she said Washington, but I'm just like, no, she's not American. She's <laughs> There's no Canadian accent, but I just digested that. And this is why... You can't listen to things on Instagram, okay? <laughs> because if you're not really following the, the brand, you don't know what's going on. <laughs> oh my gosh. Do you still want me here? Is it okay that I'm American? No, forget it. I thought this was an international <laughs> call. And now I'm talking to another American. It's not even worth it. <laughs> 
Well, what is your experience in Washington? Because East Coast, West Coast, we have a lot going on. Oh my gosh, we do. Um, you know, we have just been in our house with very minimal contact with the outside world since March. Um, and I mean, luckily we have a lot of property and so our kids have a lot of place to like play outside. And I think that that's one huge benefit that we've had living here as opposed to people who are living in apartments right now or in cities. Yeah. Um, I mean, but. And are you, know you homeschooling full time? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the perfect face. <laughs> Uh, that's my um my depressed uh, angst like that that's angst what what you were seeing there um so my husband and I both work full-time from home and we yeah. we did before COVID also um but my children <laughs> you know I was doing so well in the summertime when I didn't have the pressure of like educating yeah. them and I was so chill about things and like able to just be like you know what it's COVID we all suck you know like everything sucks for everybody it's totally fine um but then school started and um they're doing distance learning so still on zoom um with their teachers and my oldest is totally fine with it but my younger daughter she has down syndrome Mm. and so she like just has a lot of um specialists that she meets with and she's on zoom pretty much the entire day with all of these different teachers and that was i mean we tried that for a little bit and it was just kind of impossible for us to work and um, do that and so luckily my sister lives nearby so we hired her to um with my daughter while she's doing zoom and to like help her out and so i mean we're yeah beyond grateful that she is available and willing to do that for us but well it's also like what a relief but i think i mean i think you and i probably both know even just the planning process as parents where you get to that level where you're finally like breaking down and you're like, I need help. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we're, we're in a pod, but like before getting to a pod, like the work, you know, like people were still asking and I'm like, I really need to pay bills. And my kid's like, Hey, Hey, we're, you know, why are you guys working? Like I, mm-hmm. I need things. I need you. I need you to feed me. I want to hug. And you're like, Oh my God, how am I going to manage all this? I feel like there's no real ending in sight. And then you read the news and the numbers are going up every day. And I'm like, oh, I don't know what's coming next. I don't. I mean, I feel like the hardest part of this has definitely just been the emotional roller coaster. I mean, you know, like I always thought that I was a pretty even keeled person, but man, this, like even just the past month, I feel like I have just been like, it's just been really hard emotionally. And so Some days I just have to tell myself it's okay if I don't actually do anything today, you know? It's okay if I, you know, push off work until tomorrow. And I mean, and my job works out in a way that I can do that, you know? Um, I just did that on Wednesday, just so people are listening. Your work is still going to be done. (laughs) Like, but I just had to take a break. I just couldn't do it. I just felt like I was like looking in front of the screen and my brain was like, no more, just no more of this. I, I have nothing more to give. I saw somebody who said, like, do you remember, like, when COVID all started and we were all so overwhelmed? And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, do I remember that? Like, I'm still living that. (laughs) (laughs) Who are you that you are just fine now? I, yeah. Like, what time frame were you talking about? For five (laughs) minutes? Because, like, um, that might have been okay. But every single day as a parent, there's so much going on. We get all the school email updates. Every day there's, like, another case and this and that. I'm like, it's high alert. So, okay, so how do you find and do you find any time for self-care with all that? Oh, um, so self-care has looked a little bit 
different maybe. Um, I mean, sometimes it's just telling myself, you know what, it's okay if you're not working, you know what, mm -hmm. like you mm -hmm. are just sitting here, like I'm sitting on a stool in my kitchen, eating my kids granola bars for like three hours. Like I've been eating just, a lot of kids snacks. Yeah, I know. I know. I like, I mean, I did just have two granola bars before we started this thing. So I would say that like, I'm over that, but I'm not. Um, but like, I mean, sometimes it's that just like procrastinating work. And then I just need to tell myself, you know what, Rachel, it's okay if you don't go out and paint today. And mm. so then I will just do what I actually feel like doing. And then if I do that, then I find that I'm like more recharged for the next day. I'm yeah. more recharged. I'm recharged for the next day. Um, <laughs> like, is that possible to be more recharged? I sure hope so. <laughs> I could use to be, I could use, I can't even talk. I'm sorry. No, it's all good. Again, like I told you, even before when you were talking about the emails, I'm like, we're on the same page that people even respond to me. And then I find the time to respond back. I'm like, it's a miracle. Okay. It really is. I'm anytime, moving. like, I feel like anytime a business deal goes through lately, it's like, oh my gosh, that was magic. I can't yes. believe that that actually worked. Yes. So before we get to the interior design game, my last mm -hmm. question to you is, what was with that whole running into the barn thing? Oh my God. I still want to know. I'm not letting it go. <laughs> <laughs> um, honestly, I started out thinking like, um, well, I mean, my husband, so my husband is really good at um, making really dumb videos and he always, you know, he'll take like videos of the kids and then just edit it together with some funny music and like all of a sudden it's an entertaining thing to watch. Um, and so he is the one who makes all of my videos actually look cool. You know, he comes yeah. up with good ideas and stuff. Um, that one, I kind of just like, I felt deep in my soul that I could either be a cute influencer who uses a filter and wears lip gloss, or I could be the one who is grunting and screaming in the camera as I'm running into a wall. I loved it. And obviously that is the route that I took. So he did an excellent job because it felt very real. And I saw somebody was like, Oh my God. I'm like, mission accomplished. <laughs> I really did run into that wall several times. I did actually fall a couple of times and, um, I mean, my boob was sore for a little bit after that. <laughs> like, but it was necessary for the business. For the art. For Exactly. For the art. Uh -huh. Put your mm -hmm. whole self into it. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now we're going to switch gears and we're going to go to the interior design game. So I'm going to ask you good idea or bad idea. Um, and I'm going to list some things that people might want to put a mural on and you'd be like, ah, I don't know if I'd do that or yeah, good idea. So the first one up is the ceiling. Mm, good idea. I mean, Michelangelo did it. And if he did it, then like, I mean, it's timeless, right? Have you done it? I have not done it. My ceilings, I don't know if you can see the ceilings oh, behind me, but they're like heavily textured. I think this was like a garbage bag texture they like take oh, yeah. anyway like yeah, all weird I have like a weird brocade texture in another room like this is an old house and every room has a different ceiling texture and they are not very conducive to murals so no sadly I have no ceiling murals like not today all right not so the next one good idea or bad idea the refrigerator oh you know my answer on this one is good idea and I'm like <laughs> how did you do it because it's crazy talk us through this 
Um, uh, paintable wallpaper. So I just have a stainless steel fridge that is incredibly boring. I mean, it, and it's just a single door too. Yeah. So it doesn't even have the visual interest of two handles. Yeah. Um, so I just covered it with paintable wallpaper um, that I bought off of Amazon. It's Tem Paper um, is the brand. And, um, and so I've painted two different designs on it over the past six months. And it's just so fun to have like an interesting fridge. Why not? Because when I saw you do it, I was like, shut up. Okay, <laughs> maybe. I don't know. I got to think about it. Okay, the next one, a mirror. A mirror. Mm. I would probably incorporate a mirror, mirror into a mural. I saw Liz Camerol. Do you? Oh. I don't know if I'm saying that. I don't know. I will look it up. Yep. Um, I saw her do it um, where she had like a mural next to a mirror, and then she just carried a painted stripe across the mirror. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was a really interesting idea. Okay. So I'm toying with it. <laughs> You're like, it might be there. Okay, the next one, a light. My daughter was interested in your response. She was like, why don't people paint murals on lights? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know, I don't think that one's a good idea. I um, I mean, maybe you could, if it was like on an actual lampshade, sure. Yeah. But I feel like it would like paint like at least like latex paint you know it just it the light's not going to come through it and when the light is on it's all just going to look dark the paint yeah. is and i don't know uh somebody proved me wrong and then send it to me and i will be very bring it on. yeah because i was like i don't i don't know but you know it was a family discussion <laughs> <laughs> it's a family discussion i was like sure i don't know i'll ask okay um and then our last one a stairwell oh yes so i have done a couple murals on stairwells um i've done it on the stair risers and mm. i love that i think that's a really fun kind of like a surprise um and then i've also done one or a couple just on the wall next to a stairwell mm. and i mean yes why not i mean if it is a paintable surface in your home um and you feel so inclined i say go for it man yep well, Rachel, just... yeah, <laughs> it's just paint at the end of the day. And are there any brands that you recommend for paint or like, have you tried so many? Sure. Um, I mean, I love, I love a good, um, boutique paint, you know, like, um, I've used Curator. Uh, I think they're really similar to like Pharaoh, uh, Pharaoh and Ball, mm -hmm. you know, just like really thick texture and it's just beautiful um but for most um like larger applications like painting my house like the exterior i just painted the exterior of my house and the exterior of my barn i use sherwin williams i just really love their paint mm -hmm. quality mm -hmm. um as far as like murals go when you're just buying the sample pots yeah i kind of feel like you can use i mean any paint yeah. brand will probably do but um if it actually is an entire wall or an entire space i typically use sherwin williams hmm. Well, Rachel, that's our interview. Thank you awesome. so much. Oh my gosh, thank you. <laughs> and I'm sorry, I thought you were in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of wish I was in Canada. I'm not going to lie. Well, I hope you enjoyed that conversation and it just gave you some time to laugh, breathe, maybe give you some new ideas. Maybe there's a corner of your house that just needs an arch on it or maybe a pill bottle, just some different ideas to think about in the new year. Um, don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends and family um, and check out the shoppable mood board that I designed 
on angelabelt.com backslash the mood board podcast. I want everyone to know I really appreciate all the likes, all the voice memos, all of the favorites coming in. I know I have mine that I've got to return, but they are definitely not going unnoticed. I absolutely appreciate all of it. All right, take care and stay safe. Bye-bye.